systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Or at least as equally moronic as the bullshit they're doing on the radio. Maybe yeah. we're not better than, but at least equal to. I listened this morning driving our son to school, and there's a lot of bullshit on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> there's a song like that from Sturgill Simpson. Bullshit on the TV. Bullshit on the radio. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Look, the podcast is legal to drink. It's 21. <laughs> We've hit the uh, 21st episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Hello, how are you? And uh, we hope you are fine and well and vaccinated and whatever it is. I realize I'm the last dude in all my dude friends to get the vaccination now. It never pays to be the youngest one. That's true. Everyone everyone got it or has the appointment, and I'm literally the back of the line. They just announced new updates for Michigan right now. I'm still at the back of the line. I'm I'm a little concerned at how you can get a vaccination because you're obese and smoke cigarettes. Man, I should never quit smoking and <laughs> should have never went to the gym. I've literally had friends brag about <laughs> it. They're like, I'm 100 pounds overweight. I got the vaccination. Booyah. And I'm like, nah, I don't know if I brag about that. But didn't you have a friend once who was going to try to gain like weight because she was close to being a certain weight? To where, like, her Medicaid would pay for a lap band surgery. Oh, yeah, totally. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. So here we are in the basement, Pat and AJ Quarantine One Studios. AJ. I got my vaccination a week ago today. How you doing? I'm you doing right? fine. I had a bit of a delayed reaction. Yeah, you were down and out, not the day after. Not but- even not even two days after. It was so I got it Monday. Tuesday, I was a little tired in the morning, but that, you know, I'm I could just be tired. Uh Wednesday it was fine. And then Thursday, like it, huh? I got hit, I couldn't, like I got hit by a truck. I couldn't keep my eyes open. It was ridiculous. And then like, it just from the waist down, you feel like somebody knocked you out, like your legs are jello. And Which, then, Friday was better and now I'm fine. Again, for AJ means like all she did was really take a two hour nap. Like I had guy friends who called off work <laughs> and didn't get out of bed for a week because they got the vaccination. I had job training that morning. I did wake up and do the job training and then yeah. I promptly went back to bed until about four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> That's what I told my buddy. But see, um, it didn't, I'll be honest with you, it didn't bother me because when I had COVID, that's exactly what it was like times a yeah. hundred. Like I had the most killer headache you've ever had in your life, yeah. worse than any migraine I've ever had. And I, I was just so tired. So it, it was weird feeling that again, but it's gone now. So I was telling my buddy, I think with a lot of people now, it's, it's probably psychosomatic where it's out there enough that you're supposed to have some kind of reaction that you're going to have a reaction. Well, and I thought of that the next morning when I'm like, well, I'm tired, but it could just be because I'm a tired human being. So that's why when Thursday rolled around, I'm like, what, what the hell? Like I was fine. I mean, it's, it's kind of the same theory. And when they're testing anything and they have the placebos, which are nothing. And then people may claim, oh yeah, I'm getting it. I feel great. 
It's the same thing now. You may be predisposed to go, oh, I'm going to be knocked out the day after that shot. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. See, I, I just, don't know. I wasn't expecting the delayed reaction. I was expecting like the two well. days after and then Thursday. Holy cow. It's funny, though. Um, my male friends who have gotten the vaccine mm-hmm. have all texted me to ask how I'm doing, yeah. saying, oh, I was down for the cow. Because they're all a bunch of pansies. Because they're, all... they're men. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was telling my buddy. I said, dude, one, you can't complain to a woman and you definitely can't complain to my wife i said my wife has dragged herself out of bed half dead to do uh work work for various various terms of the word work there's no stopping her hustle so i knew it must have been something because you did actually go knock out for like four hours oh yeah which is very unlike aj she takes a nap it is very it is timed there's a a beginning and an end there's an alarm you have things to do and it's 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 you know shoehorned in your day yeah no i had an hour of job training on thursday morning and then i went back to bed till four o'clock so i knew all right good 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 it's all gravy all right well Thank you so much for being here on the podcast. Go tell a friend about it, by the way, and download all 20 episodes if you haven't listened to them yet. I feel so bad. Uh, My friend Kimberly, who I met through Flint Community Players, she just found out that we're no longer on the radio. That's right. And she she said it's like my kids have been going to school from home. Yeah, sure. So you haven't been in the car she taking said. them to school. Yeah. She goes, wow, shows how long I've been there cooped up in the house. Well, it doesn't matter now. Tell her to open up her iPhone and guess what? Apple yes. Podcast is right there. Boom. Podcast. Just like that. So uh, hang out. We're talking movies. We're talking mortgages. We may even have good news for you too. Hold on. Oh, it feels good. The good news with Pat and AJ. The good news will be the day that we get a mortgage. Thank you. That is the good news. <laughs> but today's good news. What's today's good news? Um, a Michigan father and son are being hailed as local heroes after they saved a family after their car overturned in a swampy area in Iosco County. I heard about this. And this is nuts. It sounds like an action movie. It does. It does. So um, they were out after a basketball game. This guy named, his name is Jace. He and his father, John, were in line at Taco Bell. They were next to order. And Jace just said, I'm tired. Let's go home. And he said, I had a gut feeling. So we pulled out of the line just for ordering, which we would never do. On their way home, they spotted an overturned car. He said, my dad slammed on the brakes and said, oh my gosh, look at that car. I just did what I thought was right in the moment. And I ran out there. Everything happened so fast. Jace trucking through there to get to that car, his dad says, was amazing. There's still some debris left from the vehicle. It was frozen, and he was in waist-deep freezing water. Say, we are still in slutch uh, season, so it is very much a lot of standing cold water that is there from the result of melting snow and ice. So they were able to get the parents and a three-year-old out of the overturned car in freezing swamp. They let them warm up in their truck, awaiting an ambulance. Um, Tawas High School has awarded him with the Act of Heroism Award and a Quilt of Valor. Taco Bell. Taco Bell coming through, you guys. I was going to say, hold on, what does he get for pulling out a line at Taco Bell? Because I'm still trying to figure out, you know, the the divine inspiration that said, you know what? Put down the chalupa. Time to pull out of the drive-thru. Taco Bell Escoda is sending him gift certificates to ensure that he gets that meal that they pulled out of line for. The his nacho fries, His man. dad yeah. said, I still cannot wrap my head around the events leading up to us being there. Yeah. And he said, we pulled out of line one car before ordering, and five minutes later, Jace 
was pulling that young family from the water. Isn't it nice how you think about all those moments in the universe? They all have to kind of happen at one exact moment for it to happen. I, I, I know it sounds cliche, but I still believe everything happens for a reason. And the good news is up at patandaj.com. You guys make me feel good. Spread the good news now at patandaj.com. What started as a, I guess, short-term response to moviegoers seeking entertainment and studios clamoring to release the films they had actually shot, we started seeing releases to video on demand. And a year ago, it arguably began with the pandemic. Yeah. All of a sudden, you could see a movie that would have normally debuted in the theaters, which were now closed down. What was the one we, the first one we bought? Was the, it Invisible the Invisible Man. Man. The Invisible Man was the first one. I mean, it was awesome. I, I don't know. The, 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 the excitement wore off very quickly of the whole, like, on-demand movies at home thing. Now, there are people that uh, are clamoring for the in-movie experience. AJ, one of them. One of my buddies is, oh, is one of them. I miss going to the movies more than anything. There are folks like me who are subscribers to multiple apps, which are now giving you these movies as they pop up. I'm liking the convenience. To be honest, a lot of these movies may not have motivated me to get off my butt into a theater. True. But if I have the time in front of me, I might check this out. Case in point, if you haven't heard, you haven't been on a timeline, there's a new cut of Justice League. And it's by Zack Snyder. Now, Zack Snyder was a director. A bunch of people talking about this online. Everyone, everyone's talking about it. I mean, not me, because I'm not interested. But But you're aware of it. I'm aware, yeah. You're aware of it, right? So Zack Snyder's Justice League just got released on HBO Max. Now, why was was it in theaters? Justice League was in theaters. That's what I thought. See, I'm super confused. And it got a very bad review. Now, Zack Snyder was the original director. And he bombed out of the movie because his daughter committed suicide. Oh, my God. They had to hire in another director who reshot stuff, reworked things, changed the vision of the movie. And it was clearly a shit show. It was not very good. (laughs) For having every DC superhero on one screen, it was not a good movie. Even I knew that, and I didn't see it. I heard everyone go, Don't, Don't go see it. Now, this new one is able to be released because... We are now giving you entertainment where you live. Zack Snyder's Justice League is now on HBO Max. It clocks it at four hours, two minutes, (laughs) which is another reason why it may have never made it to the big screen. So wait, he finished the movie before he bombed out of the project. They allowed his vision of it to be completed. Oh, okay. I get it now. Now, this is where I'm thinking with the new portal of movies. It's allowing, besides the new releases, because now we have that down, right? You can either go see it in the theater, see it in your home. That's what they're offering if you see any of the... I mean, notice they're not really advertising movies anywhere right now. And if they do, they say in theaters and on demand or on this platform or that platform. So you do still have both options. So now we're seeing what could be a revolution of cuts of movies that were never allowed to be released in the theaters, besides Zack Snyder's Justice League, which, by the way, I watched. As someone who's never seen a modern-day DC film, I had no inkling I wanted to see it. 
I didn't know I'd have time to do it. I was going to say, I cannot believe you found four hours. So that makes sense now because the majority of people online that were talking about it, my friends, which I, I completely ignored because I'm not interested in it, but they all said um, it took me two days to get through the movie. And I wasn't sure if that meant, okay, is it that bad that they had to force themselves or no, it's just four hours long. And arguably that would have never made it this Yo. this super long super slow-mo because boy Zack snyder loves slow-mo super slow-mo um very well thought out movie would have never seen the light of day but now because of this option to give it a straight release to the well obviously dc is yeah. in cahoots with hbo max so you give it a straight release to yeah. there not only does it restore the film because by the way folks are saying including myself pretty pretty good film um you're allowing people to see something that arguably they the, the internet called for this. The internet harassed the studios <laughs> saying your movie sucked. We want to see the original director's cut. It's so funny that you say that because I got caught up in this on Friday when I was laying in bed trying to get out of bed from my vaccination. Yes. Um, I saw on Twitter that Mrs. Doubtfire was trending. And I was like, what the hell is got like what could be going on with Mrs. Doubtfire in 2021? So this is an, an old rumor that's now come to light. People are figuring it out. The director, Christopher Columbus, has said that Robin Williams did so much improv while they were filming that he has enough footage for like an NC-17 version of the film. And people online were calling for the release of the NC-17 version of Mrs. Doubtfire. People were offering their stimmy money. They're like, I'll give you my $1,400. You release that film. And this is arguably a perfect segue into the Zack Snyder Justice League cut. Yeah, because that's what this, if they did it, that's what it would be. It wouldn't be released in theaters. It would be released straight to on demand. So if, you know, by some chance this happens. Can and, you imagine? And, and by the way, the director has already clarified that he said NC-17 in jest. There were a lot of people who wanted to know how dark it got. And he goes, <laughs> I say, he goes, R, R. Just, you know, I didn't really mean he's saying but, that perverted of things that would get you an NC-17. But the director yeah. has said that that footage exists, and now because we have these options, are you going to start seeing cuts of movies pop up that you would have never seen before? See, I'd like that. I would absolutely watch a more grown-up version of Mrs. Doubtfire because I was a teenager, uh, like barely a preteen when it came out, and there were parts of that movie that were still too racy for my age, but now that I'm 38, I'm like, I want to see... The filthy version of this film. I want to see the grown-up version of Robin Williams. And obviously, this one is a very touchy subject for so many people people out there, and we're so sorry. But one director who famously said, I'm not done with the film. I have to give you a new version. I'm not done with it yet. Here's a new version. His name was George Lucas. Um, Uh-oh. It would give directors, though, because Lucas's big thing about updating Star Wars as much as he did was that he didn't have the technology back then yeah. to do what he wanted to do now. And that's why he did all this shit, love it or hate it. That's his justification. And that is a, that is a wonderful justification. Can you imagine? So imagine here we are now in a day and age where you can resurrect that and you have a place to put it. You have a place yeah. for it to live. It's going to go straight to video on demand. So as much as people are, are, I think, ready for that experience of the popcorn. Oh, gosh. I just can't wait to go sit in a movie theater. <laughs> There's 
there's nothing to see right now, though. They're still showing older movies because nothing's getting released. For those of us who are more taken by just the genuine art of film and storytelling, it could be a more lucrative age ahead of us sitting at home. Well, and if you think about the price to how much is HBO Max per month? Uh, and that's just ten, 10 bucks. Okay, so 10 bucks per month. Which means you're getting now. So, and now this is the thing. Wait, well, of- let me finish. I'm going to let you finish. 10 bucks per month. Yes. Most people bitch about the cost of going to the movies. Yes, that's by far going to outweigh the cost of streaming. So, yeah. if it's 8 bucks a person and you got a family of 4, that's $32 yeah. plus snacks ends up being like 50 or 60 bucks. That's 6 months of HBO Max. So, I get it. And you're saying that for a Midwestern family. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put them in a major metropolitan city or, say, or in New York. That's $150 yeah. to take your kids say, out to the movies. Pat's friends from Chicago have come up to visit us yeah. and were shocked at how cheap it is to go to a movie here in the Flint, Michigan area. So with not only the cost effectiveness, but really the ease. Because again, I say as a dude who is a Batman fan, I like Batman. I like the originals. I grew up watching the old 60s uh, Adam West version. I loved what Chris loved what Christopher Nolan did with the new ones. Um, I was never even in the possibility going to get to a theater to see the Superman versus Batman or the Justice League that had the Batman or even Suicide Squad that had the Joker. There was nothing in my gusto that was going to drag me out to see him. But now that they all live on this little lap on my TV, I go, hold on, let me check it out. And now that I've watched Zack Snyder's Justice League, it makes me want to go retrograde and watch Aquaman and Wonder Woman and the other Wonder Woman. I've already figured out the three movies that I am going to try to see in theaters because I don't think they're releasing them to on demand. They've pushed the releases on purpose. They pushed them to, like, they were supposed to be released last year. Um, Top Gun 2, right? Top Gun 2, I want to go. I feel like you got to see that in theaters. Yeah, Top Gun 2 is. That was pushed. And you want to hear the saddest thing, by the way? I went to a friend's Facebook today who passed away. Yeah. You know, just because. Because sometimes you need to do that Maybe they posted again, yes. No. But they posted right before they died that they were so excited to see that movie and it was in 2019 that they posted. And I'm like, oh, man, like, not, they don't, they'll never get to see it. I mean, that's. You know, that happens for a lot of people. But I just, I was like, man, in retrospect, that was 2019. They pushed it. It's going to be released this summer. So Top Gun 2, um, The Candyman, the new, the remake of Candyman. You want to go to theaters for that? Yes. That's I, right. I forget. You're a horror film I'm nerd. a horror so, film So you'll nerd, go yeah. see cheap B films. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, she'll go see horror films. And my third film is A Quiet Place 2, which has been moved up. Why would you want to see A Quiet Place in a theater? It's okay, the that least I quiet <laughs> place of all. You're going to hear cr- people you eating. Just, but see, that sound doesn't bother me. You hate no. hearing people chew. The whole point of the movie is you're quiet. It's not quiet <laughs> in the movie. They're watch that at well, home. Well, definitely Top Gun 2. That'll see, be the, the definite one I need to only, go to the theater. The only one that I really say I'm going to get out there for um, would be Jurassic, whatever it's going to be. What is, is there a Jurassic Park film It's It's whatever the world, the three, whatever this one oh, is. You, yeah, you can't see that at home. Because <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be everyone. It's going to be the three from the original That's plus the right. three. Right. Yeah, but I think they're. I follow Sam Neill on Instagram, yes. and I think they're still filming it, or they just finished. Yeah, but, so it's going to be a, a minute. But I'm guaranteeing when that comes. Oh, that out, won't come out to on demand first. That's a film that I'm saying. Okay, I w- I want to feel the boom. I want to yeah. feel like the roars of, of the dinosaurs. I would go see it. But I'll tell you what, man. Again, as a dude who never ever planned on seeing it, 
somehow spent four hours and two minutes of my life. I wondered what you did yesterday. <laughs> By the way, it took me five and a half hours to watch because I had to stop and take a phone call halfway through the movie. <laughs> but you turn up your bows and you got the same surround sound. It was a good time, man. I think it could be. But a, you didn't have the popcorn. An interesting time. <laughs> For film nerds, for the internet, because that's who's making all this happen. Yeah. Remember, it started with snakes on a plane. <laughs> the internet got behind snakes on a plane and made it happen. Now the internet's saying, we want to see Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League. Fine. Here it is, internet. It's on the internet. Go watch it. What else? We want to see Mrs. Doubtfire R-rated. Okay, internet. It'll be Hell on the yeah. internet. I'm, I'm thinking it could be a golden age of just cool shit getting straight to us. I am also hoping, and I thought of this the other day, because a bunch of Broadway stuff popped up on my Instagram reels. Um, man, I hope they... they. It, but it's so hard because I'm afraid it will take away the revenue. I hope they continue to put out musicals on demand. Yes. Like they did with Hamilton, Hamilton last year. I mean, that was another... That was going to be what in films, like or, yeah. or in theaters. That was going to be in theaters. Yeah, that that was a Disney project. And then they, of course, at Disney Plus, here we come, and everyone sign up for Baby Yoda. And by the way, while you're there, watch Hamilton. I mean, it was so great because Broadway is such an unattainable thing for most of us, and and even if it's not. You, you can't get tickets to the shows you want, and they cost so much money, and most of us don't live there, so you got to travel there and or hope the show tours. I mean, I love that now they can bring it to your living room. And think about those hubs, like, you know, the Disney Pluses, yeah. that are allowing projects to be made that would never be made. Where would a Mandalorian have gone pre-Disney Plus? Where would it have aired? It's not a movie. It's um, it's a TV show, but is ABC going to air it? I don't yeah, think so. No. Same thing with what they're doing with Boba Fett, Jango Fett. Yeah. They're developing series, and whether it's movies, things that we normally would never get greenlit to go to a theater. Because when you have to do that, you know how much shit they worry about? They got to worry about domestic revenue and you got to get your international revenue yeah. and i mean it's such a pain when it comes to that worldwide box yeah, office but I release i don't want to see movie theaters go out of business that I is know. I am, and, and that's just me personally i'm such a deep fan of film and going to movies and yeah. being immersed in a story for two hours so i, mean, I hope look, this doesn't put theaters out of business we're a we're a social people okay if if this past year has proved anything it's how much we really crave social interaction and as much as we have the convenience because technically hey man right now you don't have to leave your house for anything DoorDash your dinner have a uh, uh you know shipped pick up your, yeah, uh, your groceries, groceries and then video on demand your movie that night i had a friend who ordered <laughs> who ordered a pregnancy test on DoorDash from walgreens that is, uh, you truly don't have to leave the house <laughs> but we are a soul social kind of creature yeah. and will want to get out when you're young you'll want to take you know you your date to a movie uh you know when you have little ones you'll want to take them to go see a goofy the tom and jerry yeah. movie in a theater i think the theaters are going to have their place but i'm just excited as i'm seeing this swell and really as i got caught up in the Zack snyder thing because again i never wanted to watch it i just found myself with four hours and the entire internet wouldn't shut up about it you know what was interesting is that yesterday I had to drive um, from Flint to Michigan City, Indiana to drop my mom off with my sister and she yeah. brought her to Milwaukee. It was like a halfway thing. But that's a long drive. That's a, that's six hours that if is. you make it like you right You could have watched... Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> um, but I was in the car for six hours, and I just I felt like I was running out of stuff to listen to. And uh, I listened to an interview with Tracy Morgan that happened right at the beginning 
of the lockdown last year. Okay. So this time exactly About, yeah, 12 months ago. Last year. And he I didn't realize he's in coming to America too. Yeah. Um Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um but it was interesting hearing him talk about it and how when we all come out of this, you all got to, you all got to go out and see coming to America too. Yeah. How and, how are we all seeing it everybody? Uh on demand. Yeah, that's right. Which by the way, everyone loves that too. I do kind of want now that I know Tracy Morgan's in it, I do kind of want to watch it because I love it. There's two movies that have gotten that have set the internet on fire straight to VOD. It has definitely been Coming to America 2 and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Tracy Morgan. So, I mean, listen, I'm not telling you what to do with the 6 hours of uh, your life, but I mean, there's movies out there and I I think it's a cool time. Again, this is a guy that doesn't like to leave his house. I'm not dating anybody i don't got a little kid that i have to occupy his time anymore so i'm just a hermit who can sit around and watch tv all day <laughs> and i'm just watching Zack snyder's justice league all day they don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table to figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago they don't want that you know what they want they want obedient workers obedient workers people who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay the longer hours the reduced benefits the end of overtime and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it and now they're coming for your social security money they want your fucking retirement money they want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later. Because they own this fucking place. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. So you may have heard recently that it's a good time to refinance your home. Or maybe get a mortgage. This because, is not a commercial, by the way. <laughs> no, it's not. But I mean, you're bombarded with this information that it's a good time, that the uh, mortgage rates are at record lows. I almost shit a brick when I looked into our mortgage, because you don't really look at it that much unless you need something from it. I mean, or once you have it, you have it. Yeah, and, then, yeah. And, and they you know, they take your money out every month and whatever. Um, my God, our interest rate sucks. <laughs> Well, <laughs> but, compared to right now, boy, you yeah. got yours in the olden days of seven years ago. I know. Now, don't talk to folks who bought homes in the 80s. They'll tell you about interest rates that were in the double digits. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, look at that. You guys all just jumped up a little bit on that one, huh? But I was just so disappointed. I'm like, I feel like we should have paid off more than that. But damn that interest rate. So if you're like me, whenever there's a groundswell of something like this, it kind of perks your interest because you're like, what's what's the work? What's the hustle? Yeah, what do I need to do? Because I remember I was around for the original housing bubble in the early 2000s. And I thought that was weird that all my friends who made no money all of a sudden had these $400,000 houses. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think this is going to work out no, well. No, I don't get it. So when everyone starts talking about refinancing their home and the real estate market amid a global pandemic takes off like a jackrabbit, it makes me think, what's the hustle? What's the work right now? What's the rub? It's the hardest it's been in six years to secure yourself a mortgage. And and we're really pissed off about it. (laughs) Unfortunately, we're caught up in that. Um, You guys, oh my God. This has been building over like the last week. And I think we are hitting a high slash low point today in our emotions with it. Because we have applied for a mortgage in Arizona. Yes. We have had a house that we were pre-qualified. Yeah. So we had that. We had the pre-qual. 
Um, we had an accepted offer. We've done the inspections, all that stuff. And our loan has just been stuck in underwriting. And let me tell you, like, I'm not even afraid to say this because I want to normalize talking about this stuff Sure. because I don't like feeling alone. And I think talking about it makes other people feel like they're not alone. So we have the best credit scores we have ever had in our lives. We're both over 700. I'm not going to lie. I may have mine over 800. Shut the front door. I Do you really have it over 800? You know why? Because the mortgage uh, is in my name. Yeah. So my, that's why my credit score is lower than yours. Sorry. Mine's, Sorry mine's like 760 years. But no, I mean, right now. That's still great. Those we, are the yeah. best credit scores we've ever had. Ever had. Arguably double than when I first met you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, Pat just paid off one of his student loans. Yeah, my, my student, uh, private loans. Yeah, yeah, my student loans have been paid off for a long time. We have like little to no debt other than that. We own our cars. Yeah. We have, and when I say enormous down payment on this house, I mean enormous. It is a 50 to 60% down payment. Yeah, we're paying for more than half than half the house in cash because we planned for once. We, we are responsible. <laughs> for once we planned. We are adults. For once in our lives. For once in our lives, we have our shit together. Yes. And they are literally treating us like deadbeats right now. Now, the reason being is because, and obviously... I, I, I understood in the beginning. Now, I don't understand. Okay. So, our situation, and tell me if it if it relates to yours. I don't know. Um, our situation is, obviously, we were relieved of our duties in, in the corporate world. The famed W-2 that you have in November. Now, you get some compensation payments out of that. Okay, in January, you're officially out there in the... Land of unemployment. The land of unemployment. Luckily, you sign up, you get a few bucks. Hey, thank you, DC. You get some bonus bucks on top of that right now. And we are trying to move to a new city to new, start new state. Start this uh, new life of ours where Pat's going to be a social worker. I can get myself licensed, do some clinical services as a social worker, and AJ is going to continue her small business venture, which has been an LLC. Yeah, yeah, I'm officially an LLC. And if you were to look at us on paper right now, you see, well, there's a guy who's unemployed. Yeah. That's what you see. Doesn't matter that I just got laid off. Doesn't matter that I just graduated with my master's in January. No, none of that matters. In January. They all look, they see is he's not, he doesn't have a job. All They, they look at me dead weight. Well, and it's, all, it's also tough right now because each state has different licensing requirements for, oh, for social yeah. work. Oh, yeah, sure. So to get a job in social work in Arizona, he has to take a test first. Yeah. To get the test, he has to have an address. So it makes no sense for him to go there. You can't, you can't even start work. So we're in a situation where our income at the moment is unemployment along with money that AJ's LLC pulls in, which I'm not going to lie to you. She's doing pretty damn well. I'm not complaining. Dare I say she's starting to match some of the old scratch that she used to bring in on that nine to five, which goes to show how much (laughs) of the dough they take when uh, people charge for your services as opposed to you charging on your own. But so there is um, a flow of income, and hot damn, boy, if we aren't painted into a corner. We are absolutely painted into a corner right now. uh, I think AJ's just ready for this guy to say, we're not going to give you a mortgage. I feel sick to my stomach, and I'm I'm offended at this point. Like, I under, at first I understood. Which is weird, because we all know, like, and and this sounds like very pretentious of me, and I don't mean it to, but anyone in the MSW social work world will get this. 
I can get a job as soon as I land. Yes, this is not about, like, Pat's not qualified or he can't get a job. No, Pat will get a job immediately. Immediately. He had four, maybe five job offers in Hawaii, and we couldn't take them because of our cat. So he came home. And another one. And another one. No, I'm serious. One just got a hold of me yesterday. They they wanted to know if I was still available. So getting a job is not going to be an issue. He just has to get there, take the test. Yes. And they are treating me like I don't have a penny to my name. I mean, they literally, oh my God. They literally said to me last week, hey, I think we got to put your husband on on the mortgage. And I said, well, you can, but he, he doesn't have a job right now. He just graduated yeah. with his master's degree. And that was like, that was like the end of the journey. Like he was very much like, oh, okay, well, they need this, that, and the other thing. So we gave them like two years. What was it they wanted? Two years. And I'm sure anyone who has a small business gets this. They wanted wanted two years of self-employment income, which I'm like, I don't have that because I haven't been part of this. I haven't had this company for two years. Yeah. But I'm like, I've been employed nonstop since God knows when. Yeah. So it's not like I I was just, I didn't have any income. So we've been like wigging out about this a little bit. And I think we've been doing it silently, I think. We haven't talked a lot about it because your your mom's been around and our son was home. We don't want to worry them or create any undue stress, but we're really starting to get pissed off about it now because we're just, we did everything right. We thought we did everything right. And that's the part that just chaps my ass is that. We did everything right. We are in the best financial state we have ever been in in our entire lives. We've had two mortgages that we yeah. have never missed payments on ever. Yeah. We've never missed rent. We've never missed a mortgage payment. None of that matters. And that pisses me off. You said you felt alone and then you found this article. I did. And apparently we are one of thousands right now that are caught up in the mortgage maze and this has to be an issue with the rise of gig workers. This yeah. has to be an issue with folks who are out there earning probably a decent living. Yeah. Subcontract themselves for whatever kind of service, whatever way you're doing it. I don't care if it's Fiverr to OnlyFans. They're treating me like I got a lemonade stand outside. But <laughs> there are people that are now, you know, this is how they support themselves, yet it's not a traditional method of doing it. And they don't treat it as such. So, of course, they're blaming it on the pandemic. Just like, that's why we got let go from our radio jobs. The pandemic. Everything. <laughs> Took her jeep. It is such a great bullshit excuse for anybody that wants to cut a few bucks. Um, but apparently mortgage lenders have tightened up their borrowing standards. And they said it hasn't been this difficult to get a home loan in six years. And I said, okay, so that makes me feel better. Kind of. So this is this is happening and it's happening to other people. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they said, generally speaking, you'll need a minimum credit score of 620 to qualify for a conventional mortgage, but some lenders may be seeking higher. I said, that's not a problem. We have higher credit scores sure. than that. Um, they said, previously, you could qualify for a mortgage with 3% down, but now that may, that may not fly. We're putting 50% of the house down in a down payment. I said, okay, so that doesn't that doesn't make sense either. And then they they give all the like ways you can uh, better your chances of getting a mortgage. Pay your bills on time. <laughs> Pay off existing credit card debt. Request a credit limit increase on your existing cards. Check your credit reports for errors. None of this stuff matters, and that's what pisses me off. Is like none of, none of it. None of it's helping. Not a damn thing. I'm gonna tell you what I told your friend, who kind of said the same thing. She said, "Oh, I had a buddy." 
We felt so bad for him. The guy never had a loan, never had a credit card, and same thing. All of a sudden, he handled his money just straight up. And when it came time to one day getting a home loan, it was just impossible for him to do. It was very tough for him. And he, he did everything right. And I stopped AJ with that. I said, according to who? According to me. So according to you. This is what I've been told. According to him, he did things right. But there is a system. and This is a great theory that Pat came up with. I mean, I, I was like, wow, you're right. I mean, I doubt that I've well, come up with well, it. Someone this is else the first, has. Yeah, but this is the first time I've heard it. But listen, you're meant to be. And for this, I have to kind of say just the U.S. I'm not going to go humans or people or whatever or Michiganders. This is uh, for people in the U.S. You are born to be a part of a capitalistic system. You're a cog in that wheel from the day you're born. You're given a social security. I was just gonna number. say your social security number. That's that's it, right? You're born into a system where you're immediately deducted as a dependent, and if you stay within the system, we can reward you. What does that mean? Stay within the system. You pay your bills on time. You you pay your taxes. Yeah, but we did all that. You get a job with a corporation. And then that corporation, well, it helps you plan for your retirement. So you put into a 401k, well, that helps feed Wall Street a little bit. What does Wall Street help feed? Oh, the corporations that are employing you. Then one day when it's all said and done, you get out of that system and then you're into another one that you paid into your entire life. But if you dare to blaze your own path along your timeline of life, you are not rewarded. No. For not being a part of the system. AJ, I'm not going to lie. If you would have, on January 1, the day we got back from Hawaii, gone out and saw the first help wanted sign you could find and snatched it and filled out a W-2, three months later right now, they'd qualify you for that mortgage. We'd have a mortgage today. You're right. And it pisses me off, like, to no end. But because you chose to form your own LLC, you're doing your own billing, you're paying your own taxes, you're providing your own way, well, we can't reward you for being a part of that because that's not a part of our that system. That sucks. I'm so angry about this. And I know that this anger is not going to help improve our situation or get us no, the mortgage. But, you know, but I'm just getting more angry about it as the days go by. Because when we started this process, technically you and I were both unemployed. And yeah. I said, e- even though we still had great credit scores and a ton of money to put down, I said, yeah, I wouldn't give me a mortgage either. But we don't have jobs. But, but that's why I was getting the job in Hawaii. Because yes. I would have the W-2. And here's the, here's the shitty part. Is that we've already realized that Pat may have to get some sort of random full-time job for the short amount of time that we are going to be here in Michigan. I would feel so bad working short time for someone. And he I mean, may, I would do it, but I feel bad. He like, may have to get a job just so we have that on paper. And I guarantee that'll get us the mortgage. And, and then no problem, heartbeat, no problem. But again, you're rewarded for being in, in that in the system. system. Yeah, and I'm not in the system. Do you know why? Because then that paycheck comes from your little corporation. What does that corporation do? Make sure them state taxes get paid, the federal taxes get paid. You're a cog in the wheel. But as soon as you're on your own, as soon as you're out there, we can't quite trust you out there. You're not in here with us. It hurts my heart because we have just been let down by every radio company we have ever worked for. 
Every single one has told us that we could work there to retirement. And then what did they do? They cut us loose when they need to save a dollar. So I decided, screw you guys. I'm going to go do my own thing. And I'm doing okay with it right now. I mean, I'm not like rolling in money, but like I'm, I'm surviving and I'm building. And I would never go back to work for the man ever again. And now I'm being punished for it because I can't, can't get a mortgage for $165,000. Have I mentioned that? That is the size of the mortgage we're trying to get. $165,000. That's a pretty small mortgage nowadays. I was going to say compared to holy hell, some of the homes I see going up for sale, absolutely. And we can't get that mortgage. They are treating us like we don't have a dime to our name, and I am just over it. But if you had a W-2? If I had a W-2! That said you worked at Walmart. And that you got to check every two weeks because they give you 40 hours a week. I'm telling you, we need to, we need to do the, the whole Prince Harry Meghan thing and just set up the GoFundMe and ask everybody to donate $5 to the Pat and AJ Mortgage Fund for 160 Did you hear about that? Well, then it's not a mortgage. Then it's just a loan. I don't want that. <laughs> then it's just like you're just giving me money. Like, I, I want a more, don't. I don't want your stri- money. Strike whatever she said. I don't want to go funny. I want a goddamn mortgage. But I got to feel like we're not the only ones caught up in this because in the past year, we have seen the economy jump upside down on its head and people have learned to bob weave and make adjustments. And I'll tell you what, some folks are really thriving now in a non-traditional economic role. Yeah where they're not clocking in nine to five and no, they don't get a paycheck from Mr. Man Incorporated, but they're financially surviving and thriving. I posted this on my Facebook. Cause like, like we said, we haven't been talking about it like publicly. Well, Cause you do feel like it's dirty. Embarrassing. You do yeah. feel it's, it's the big equivalent of like swiping your debit card at Walgreens and it getting declined. I, uh, to say the least, feel like a piece of shit. So I haven't said anything. I'm like, people are going to look at me like I'm just a, a POS. Because it is part of it. Like, again, this system, the, system, the yeah. American dream. You're supposed to do X, Y, and Z. And when you do X, Y, and Z, you're supposed to equal this. So even though we did X, Y, and Z, and we haven't equaled out to anything, I'm yes. like, okay, what did we do wrong? Yeah. Where did we go yeah. wrong? So, so yeah, you do inherently feel inferior. I get that. I'm here to tell you, AJ. You're not inferior. I'm here to tell anyone, listen, I don't care what your credit score is, 800, 400, 300, you're talking to a guy who questions the theory of currency, okay? (laughs) There's a a reason he has so much in Bitcoin. (laughs) You are a beautiful person. Don't let any of this bullshit ever put a worth on who you are. So I finally put this on my personal Facebook page because I'm just sick of it and it makes me so angry and I I think it's so wrong. And the comments, I have a friend who just bought her first house. Getting ours was oh, first time home buyer. Right getting now. ours was the worst. I can't tell you how many breakdowns I had. We should have been able to get one hundred and twenty thousand. We were pre-approved for that back in June, and then because of COVID, we got cut down to seventy-five. Then we had to pay a thousand dollars out of pocket because we had to counter above the asking price. Not to mention all the idiotic, pointless things they made us do to keep the house up to standard. Keep your head up. Keep trying. So sorry. Another one. So this is uh, my friend. She didn't have to get a mortgage, but they took out a home equity line of credit to finish their basement. Yeah. She said, we carry no debt but our mortgage. Both of us are employed full time and have excellent credit. We had to keep sending stuff in nonstop. Banks are holding on tight. Lots of people are doing the best they can and doing well like you hang tough. Yeah. it's uh, Well, I mean, one, with it being a low mortgage rate and interest rate, I have to assume the bank's not making a lot of money. 
So there's not a lot of um Not my problem. I mean, I get why they were I mean, I get Why me a river yeah, banks. I get the housing crisis the first time cuz what they had done was pretty much maxed out everyone who qualified for a loan. That's the part that just slays so, me though. Is so that they was, just lowered their standards and then they were shocked when everyone yeah, couldn't pay it back. The housing crisis was literally their fault and now we are going to be paying for it for the rest of our lives. But this is insane. I really do wonder if that's not an opening, you know, I start thinking like Mark Cuban or I need a guy like Mark Cuban to find Fucking back this is that you know should there be financial institutions for gig workers yes. um for for people who work in non-traditional uh, uh, uh economic workforces it's, i mean it's very insulting because they, they act it's very much an issue of trust they're basically saying well we don't trust we don't that trust you are going to yes. make enough money to pay this off yeah which I'm just snorting to myself because I'm like, the first thing I always do is, do we have enough for the mortgage? That is the first thing. I think that's most people. That's yeah. most people. So I'm like, you don't have to worry about, I've never missed a mortgage payment in the 10 years we've yeah. owned houses. I feel like, yeah, there's an opening, at least a new way to do some financial business because this, this uh, the old the old guard, man. So um, our friend mentioned a mortgage company that said they are Dave Ramsey endorsed underwriters that don't care about credit scores. Oh boy. So that means they'll, they'll take anybody, uh, but, yeah. but, but, but same thing. You have a great credit score. Oh yeah. you so, but, and the great credit score doesn't even help me. Your, your big thing is, is that you have an LLC yeah. that has been operating full time in 2021 doing pretty well, by the way, and has operated arguably part time, it's part-time, yeah. To, to, to freelance the f- past two years. Yes. So the past two years, it was kind of a side thing. Now it's your main thing, and that doesn't qualify no. you for anything. I mean, Pat even, and he had a good point. He said, do you want to pull the woman card? Do you want to say, is it because, because it is, it is in my name. It's, n- Pat has nothing, nothing to do with this She's mortgage. She's doing this all on her own. And he's literally. She's trying to support her man. Her man. Damn it. <laughs> who slaved away, working. Going to school, doing his internship, all she would ever do is ask me, how can I help you? What can I do? And look at her trying to step up, and you're being told by the man that you need a man to be able to get a mortgage. It's insulting. It's just, it's super insulting because you just, you feel like you can't get ahead. No matter how well you do, you cannot get ahead. Which I know is super insulting, but imagine now, and this is the social worker in me and why I do what I do. Or why I eventually will do what I do. I do <laughs> Wait, nothing now. are you telling now. me you have a job? Hold on. I need <laughs> one of those. Um, but there was a day in time where that was the exact reason why you would not get a mortgage. Yeah. Turn your female behind out of this bank. Yep, you can walk right out. Don't and let the door hit you. bring back your husband. Yep. And we will speak to you, ma'am. And that's recent. That's like in the last hundred years that was a thing, that a woman could not get a mortgage without a man. So, you know, isn't that partial? Isn't that what, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg fought RBG? against? Wasn't yeah. RBG, I mean, yeah, the notorious I mean, RBG. I mean, most of it was about yeah, gender but, equality. I mean, that was a thing, not even a hundred years ago. So yeah, part of me wonders, yeah. is it because I'm a woman who has her own business yeah. that now, you're, you're not giving me a mortgage? Of course, what I do to zoom out even more to make myself feel better in these situations, I say, great. How about you're not just a woman? How about you're a woman of color? I can't imagine. How if, about you're a woman of color who owns her own LLC? And is walking into the bank now looking for that loan. 
I, and that was another thing I thought about. I said, if it's hard for me, imagine mm-hmm. if you have another minority status tacked on. That's It's ridiculous. And that is uh, how I zoom out to keep my sanity because... Well, yeah, you got to realize that other... And that's why I want to talk about it because I want to normalize this. I don't... I'm not one of those people that thinks talking about money should be super taboo. I mean, no. some things you want to keep to yourself, but yeah. like this is a big problem right now. I mean, I was talking about that with my buddy who just had a breakup over finances. Yeah. And it literally was because him and his girl never really talked about finances. And then when they did, they found out they were on different pages. And I said, you know what? I said, I get our old saying of no religion, no politics, no money, all that stuff we don't talk about. Maybe it's led to us being unable to have those conversations because yes, yes. we hide those conversations I'll, behind doors. I'll never forget, and it came up in a Facebook memory today, um, that at one of our radio jobs, our first radio jobs together, we made, what was it, $22,000 a year apiece? No, I, I made twenty eight. Oh. And you made 20, 24. 24. And Pat. Because <laughs> the man had to make more. Yeah. Pat had to, Pat accidentally left his pay stub in the studio and he got uh he got reamed because our boss said there would literally be a coup if anybody found out how much he made as if you were making six figures. There you go. And then in That's how far 28 grand goes in 2007 in Lacrosse, Wisconsin, folks. And then a Facebook memory came up today where you yeah. mentioned how much you made there and one of our former coworkers was floored. He said, "Holy shit." you guys like made no money. <laughs> yeah. And that just, it was so ironic for that all to pop up today. I was like, Oh my God. Like, it's a it's weird just... thing. And listen for another podcast, I'll lay down on you. My entire theory about currency and the insanity that it has caused throughout societies yeah. and our earth. But for now, if you're one of the thousands of Americans who's trying to refinance that home, trying to buy a home, maybe trying to get your first house. Can you imagine? Keep the faith. It ain't easy. No one said it was ever going to be. And it's okay to talk about it. Look at that. I talked about this on my Facebook page, and I had friends open up to me. You feel better now? Yes and no. (laughs) Because we still can't get a mortgage! The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.